Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. So we have a complaint uh, about our last guest. (laughs) (laughs) He got us really into the topic of sports and... It's it's been a problem. Although I can't complain at all. I feel like I have a whole new hobby, but it involves me doing Well, actually, I feel like it's gotten me into exercising again because I look at all these fit people running around and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, I need to work out." This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. So, uh I've uh really been getting into women's soccer yes. and I've been texting you about it and <laughs> how I'm just like <laughs> Watching all these games because for the first time ever, like sports is accessible to me because it's being streamed on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I don't have cable and watching sports on TV, especially like professional women's soccer, I think before this year has like been impossible. Basically, yeah. you just there's no there's no outlet for it. Like maybe like the uh, there it's like literally this, what's streaming on YouTube is like cable access, and it's just like whatever is on that local station. And it's so fascinating. Oh, my God. I could go on a whole rant <laughs> about how fascinating professional women's soccer is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just crazy. But you've also been getting into sports, right? Well, yeah. I spent this weekend pretty much curled up on my couch watching the Masters, which Ooh. is the greatest game of golf that you can watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching it via BBC, too, which was amazing because usually you have NBC... They, it's on the Golf Channel for the first three days, and then they switch during at, like, 3 o'clock for the last day of golf on Sunday, um, and they show it on NBC. But over here, BBC's just like, we're all in. <laughs> so the whole weekend, it was just, like, these amazing commentators, and they just were so adorable. They were, oh, God. It was just so much more fun to listen to British people talk about mm-hmm. everything. And they bill, like, oh, my favorite thing is that Rory McIlroy is my personal favorite golfer right now right he's from northern ireland Mm -hmm. and on the leaderboard and everything he's billed as from northern ireland he's not billed as from the uk or britain like they do in the u.s Mm -hmm. and i just think that's so great and i love him so much (laughs) (laughs) although my favorite moment yesterday was they showed they do nature shots every once in a while and there's sort of a lull and they did a nature shot yesterday of a turtle at by one of the ponds, and the, <laughs> like the Bachelor <laughs> style, yeah, just like exactly. nature shots, nature shot. And the best part was the commentator just was like, "You've seen everything, haven't you?" <laughs> <laughs> just like talking to the audience, talking to the turtle. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my god, maybe we should just be sports commentators. It sounds like a great time. Yeah, you have to know a lot. I don't think I know enough. Oh, although I was, my dad was also simultaneously watching the broadcast in the U.S., uh-huh. and he was telling me what they were saying, and my uh, the best point of the night was when Jordan Spieth won. He's 21 years old. He set a, he set a new record at the course. Uh, he... he he won at the end, and the commentator in the U.S. was like, well, he uh, he dropped out of college to be at this event, but instead he's getting his master's. Oh! <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow, I guess that wins the pun contest. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, but go back to why, why are you ranting about women's oh, soccer? Oh, right, okay. What's... So 
women's soccer is so fascinating right now. And I feel like, isn't sports, like, so terrifying to get into because it feels like you will never know as much as, like, other people? And, like, yes. you, I feel like I'm always, like, if as I explain this to you, I'm so terrified that someone's going to be like, uh, not even close. Like, <laughs> you just don't understand the sport or anything because, truthfully, I don't know a lot of the technical terms when it comes to soccer. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I know the basics. I know the offsides and, like, I know all that stuff. I can watch it and enjoy it. But when they say random stuff, a lot of the time I'm like, sorry, what are you talking about? Like, but, <laughs> but for the most part, I'm, like, really getting into it and... I got into watching, like, the national, the women's national team kick some ass the past couple years and started watching the World Cup in 2011 and stuff, but there was never any, like, way for me to watch professional soccer, women's soccer, unless it was, like, the World Cup. And now, so, like, women's soccer is so fascinating (laughs) because (laughs) they have this professional league right now, the uh, the national... Shit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm already screwing it up. National You're an embarrassment. Women's Soccer League, something like that. Um, and this started three years ago. This is like the third season. This is the start of the third season that this league has existed, that these teams mm-hmm. have existed. Um, and before that, it was the Women's Professional Soccer. Um, and that lasted, I think, two or three years before it folded. Um, and before that, there was another association it was like professional women's soccer that also folded after a couple years. Um, and this time I think they've like sort of figured out the formula and they've, they've distributed, they've taken like the women's national players and they've distributed them like almost evenly throughout the eight teams that they created. Hmm. And so it's like, there's at least like two national players on each team basically. Um, and it's just so fascinating because the differences between the cities and the locations that they put the teams at. Like, for instance, I'm going to go see, I bought tickets uh, the other day to go see on Saturday the Washington Spirit. Um, the, the, they, they say Washington, but I have, we have to drive an hour to Maryland <laughs> to go Ooh, see them yeah. um, out in, like, near Gaithersburg, which it's sort of hard to say that they're the Washington spirit at that point. Meanwhile, DC United, the men's soccer team here mm-hmm. has its own stadium. Um, maybe not in the greatest area, but they have their, and it's sort of crumbling, but they have their own stadium and like consistently draw, you know, 20,000 screaming fans. And they're super they popular here. They don't share a stadium. Isn't that, I can't figure out why they don't. Um, unless there's, I don't know, unless like the women's team couldn't afford it or something. And I don't know. I think they're building a new stadium right now in a different part of town uh, that's going to be the new soccer stadium. So maybe mm. maybe if they uh, the women's team does well enough, they can this year they can like get in on that. But it's sort of ridiculous that, you know, the DC United has this huge following. And so if only the women here could share that that following and sort of get their foot in the door, it would be a different story, but what happened in Portland is the most fascinating thing of all because in Portland they decided let's do this like soccer thing like let's go all in as a city let's be into soccer now and so they <laughs> built like this beautiful giant stadium in downtown Portland they have the Portland 
uh, Timbers, the men's team, and their fans, there's like, they, they like sell out all the time. Like they're hugely popular. They have huge cheering sections. They have, you know, they, you know, getting rowdy and like doing all the stuff that you would expect from a football club. And mm-hmm. then they were like, okay, well now that we have this women's team, it was started like three years ago. They're like, well, let's just, they share the stadium, like in equal footing too. Not just yeah. like, this is a subset of the men's team or whatever. And we'll right. just try and get the men's fans. And it's like now they have their own fans. They have, they they get like on average like 13,000 fans a game. Every other, like the, the Maryland game that I'm going to go to, the max mm-hmm. that the stadium can hold is like 4,000. <laughs> it's like so yeah it's like basically in a public park like this stadium <laughs> like Aww. and it's just such a different and they and they were like I read this really fascinating article in the Guardian about it and how like people like players will come to Portland to play and they'll play the best game of their entire season in that stadium because mm. they have real like there's a real there's real screaming fans that are following them and they're like really rooting for their home team whereas they were saying like when they go on the road someone you'll go out to a game and you're mostly going out to see maybe the visiting team because they have some superstar from the national Mm -hmm. team that you're that you're cheering for and then you're you sort of end up cheering against your own team because you're like I love her so much like she's so talented but she happens to be on the other team Whereas in Portland, they're like, how dare you? Like, this is our team. Like, we care a lot about this team that's been around for two seasons. So it's just so fascinating that, like, how, like, you have this one model of, like, creating the love for this sport within the last just few years. And, like, Mm -hmm. how popular it can be in a certain setting. Whereas you could come over here to, like, D.C. for the same thing. And it's just, like, this sharp divide. And some players make, like, $6,000 a season. Mm. And, like, they they can't, they obviously, like, can't live on this sport, most of them. And it's just so fascinating. Like, it's clearly just, like, about the love of the game. Yeah. And it's very well, enjoyable. I think times are changing, probably. If, if it's becoming popular somewhere else, another city is probably going to try and yeah. cash in on it. So I think you won't have to wait long before the tides turn for yeah. you as well. I hope so. And it seems like this league is being run a lot more competently than the last couple mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. But the, some of the team names that they created, like, I don't know what the deal is with this. Like, there's a team out of New Jersey called Sky Blue. Mm. That's the team name. Not, like, <laughs> their colors. Like, their colors are, like, orange and blue. <laughs> like, they wear mostly, like, they on their last game that I watched, they were wearing orange and white, and they were named Sky Blue. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. there's some well, random ones. New Jersey, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh.